Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am so excited that you're about to listen in on another episode of the Made Possible by podcast. I wanted to take a quick second to let you know exactly what we do. Made Possible by makes giving easy for community-minded businesses and provide a more effective way to share their stories of good. Now let's jump into the podcast. Welcome to the Made Possible by podcast, where we have conversations around good with community-minded individuals. We hope that today's episode inspires you to go out and do good. Hello, everyone, and thank you again for joining us for another conversation around good. I am Tracy with Made Possible By, and we love to make good loud. We love to share good stories. We love to connect with people who are doing good things in their communities. And today I am in Guthrie, America, which makes me happy because I love Guthrie, America. And I'm here with some fixtures. Is that, and am I saying that right? Fixtures. We've been here a while. You've so, been yeah. here a while. Yes, fixtures of Guthrie. I am here with Lance and Don Benton. I'm just going to say Mr. Benton. I'm sorry. I can't call you by your first name. I hope that's okay <laughs> with that. I just can't do that. Um, they are the owners of Benton Service Center that has been here for a long, long time. And they are one of the funnest families. We do. We, we have a good time. You, we, we just really... We, we look for an opportunity just to have a good time. And it doesn't matter if it's family dinner or, or what. We just we just like to get together. And, yeah. and, and we'll talk more about this, but they show up at any event and they have matching shirts or they're all in Hawaiian shirts or it's just you can always pick them out. Uh, Guthrie America has some really fun events, but one of my favorite is Red Brick Nights. And we shut down downtown Guthrie, and we have live music and food trucks. And you can always tell what the Bentons are because one, they probably all rode in on their bikes, and two, they're all wearing matching shirts. And it's a little louder it's, over there. It's family of the road shirts. There that's, you go. That's what we've been doing for a long time. But. I love it. Yeah, I love it, Mr. Benton. Go ahead and give us a ninety-second snapshot of you, a little bit of you. All right. Well, I'm going to be 74 in about a month, and I was born in Guthrie, and I've lived here my entire life. I did go to the service for a couple of years, but other than that, I always tell people it's the best place I ever lived. So anyway, uh, I went to capital grade school, and I helped the janitor after school. I've been working since I was a very young man, and... Uh, I would empty the trash and clean the chalkboards and move the desk while he swept the floors after school. And every, every Friday, I would go into the recess, and he would have a quarter and a dollar bill wrapped in it, and that was my pay uh, for helping him. And I did that my fifth and sixth grade. That's so great. I was about to ask you, did you do that because you were in trouble? Or no, you that's what he did. <laughs> that, was, that was pay. You, you had penny candy. You could do a lot with a dollar and a quarter back yeah, in the 50s. Yeah, you could. Where was, where, where was Capital School? Which Is that one that of the schools is, that's, that's still there? That's where the uh, school administrators oh, are okay. right now. Okay, on Vilas. Vilas Okay, yes. yeah. Okay. And uh, anyway, I, I was a paper boy at age 11, carried the Guthrie Daily Leader, and I did that for about three years, and then I went on into the circulation department and helped get the papers ready for the paper boys. And I did that until I graduated Guthrie High School in 1965. Hmm. And uh, then I went to work that summer to get ready for college down at Oklahoma Furniture Manufacturing Company, and they had about 600 employees down there. 
and they made furniture and they had a they had a fleet of trucks and it was quite operation you know and and anyway I went to school at OSU and OKC when they first started going down there I was going to be an electronic technician and I did two semesters I took off the summer of 66 and anyway uh, in August 1st of 66, I got called to go take a physical to be drafted, and September 1st, I got drafted, so anyway, I was in the Army, and uh, I was at Fort Bliss, Texas, and I was in Louisiana, and my brother, which was older than me, was a lieutenant, and he got shipped to Vietnam, so they wouldn't send me, they couldn't send two brothers over there at the same time. Hmm. So, anyway, they sent me to Washington, D.C. I was in the Old Guard in Arlington, Virginia, uh, Fort Myer, uh, military pallbearer. We did uh, a lot of activity. You know, this is Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. and. I was up there when he got killed in 1968. Oh, my goodness. And they had a big riot. They looted the entire town and burned down four city blocks. And I spent 10 days and nights in the Department of Commerce Patent Office right across from the White House because they had Marines with M60 machine guns on the White House lawn to keep him from over getting overrun. It was President Johnson. Wow. And uh, I guess we were the backup. Wow. And then we rode around with policemen, two, two soldiers and two policemen, until uh, it got under control. And then we went back to Fort Myers, started doing our jobs. So anyway, uh, when I got out of the Army, my mom already had a job for me with Oklahoma <laughs> Natural Gas here in Guthrie. Her and the manager, Clifford May, were front row Baptists. And they had an opening, and so Mom got me signed up. So I got out of the Army on Friday and went to work on Monday at Oklahoma Natural. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I had a girlfriend then, and she was really, you know, lovely. And it was Lance and his brother's mom. But she wrote me the whole time I was in the Army. And so I was working for the gas company. And uh, we got married about four months after I got out of the Army, and we uh, lived in an apartment right up on Cleveland, and we built a house out south of town and stayed there and had, had our two sons. And uh, I was not really enjoying my job at the gas company. I didn't realize, I, I didn't think I could go and do everything I wanted to do. So they were building a General Motors plant in Oklahoma City and hired looking to employ that. So I went down and applied and I got hired. I was like 312 out of 6,000 people at the car plant. And the paint department signed me up. And so I took a a relief operator's job and then I took a trainer's job and then I took a supervisor's job nice and 
1981, that was Jimmy Carter years, inflation was 14% and interest was 20% and cars mm -hmm. quit selling. Mm -hmm. Well, I took this supervisor's job and they froze my hourly seniority. So they cut a shift and I was short hourly and short salary to hold a shift. So I got laid off and they had real liberal layoff benefits. I got 75% of my salary the first six months and six 60% the second six months. Well, I was quail hunting and having a good time out there, you know, not working. And about April of, of 81 or 82, I uh, decided I better find something to do because they may not call me back. And they were just starting the 10 minute oil changes and the fast lubes then. So the kid's mother, grandmother, had a house over on. West Noble, and it was kind of run down. So that summer, I tore that down and built a two-bay fast lube. And uh, that's how we got our start. That's how we got our start. Where and West Noble is it? Is it still there? Uh, no, the bridge took it out. We got eminent oh, domain. Okay, okay. Back in 2016, when they rebuilt the bridge. Okay. So that's how we bought built our new shop okay but anyway uh in 83 uh they called me back to general motors and so we had bought a new house right before i got laid off and uh i decided to go back to work at general motors and keep keep both businesses going so anyway i would uh go in and put a few hours in at the shop and then go down and put in a shift at the car plant. I ran the main color booth and painted uh, 78 cars an hour with a little help. But an hour? 78 cars an hour. That's, that's what they do at wow. the General Motors assembly plant. That's and, crazy. But we had the paint booth was 278 foot long and had about 16 hand sprayers and a bunch of equipment wow. and i was there when they put it all in so yeah. i knew that and they yeah. made me uh, a technician at the end of that uh, and i kept the machines running but anyway uh 89 i decided that uh we were doing vehicle inspections at the shop and a lot of them and we were sending a lot of workouts so i decided to build a service center and so uh, in 89 I built a about an eight car service center and attached it to the fast loop and uh, I had a friend that was a classmate of mine he ran old Tasco stores and they were shutting down about that time so he came up and was my service manager Lance was probably about I was in high school when the service. Oh, okay. Came out. So, so you were working. Yeah. Were you yeah. working yet? Yeah, we, I've always been in. working. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's the way we do it. So, so anyway, I uh, kept on staying at the car plant until 1990, and then I left down there and just never looked back. I Lance graduated from OSU uh, in 1995. And his mom didn't want him to leave Guthrie because she wanted to 
keep him close. And so I built a, another fast loop out uh, by Walmart, mm -hmm. in front of Walmart out mm -hmm. there. And so when Lance graduated from college, he went out there and ran that for... We started that in 96. Wow. Yeah. So we've just been in Guthrie for... You have. This is... 38 going on 39 years. It's a long time. I know. This is just our hometown, time. and this is yeah. kind of... It's what you do. My dad gave the full story of, of the whole Benton. So you kind of picked up from 1960s to the 40s. But my grandfather, you know, had the DX station behind the temple really? in the 40s. That was yeah. his father. 40s and okay. early 50s. So it's kind of interesting that the Bentons have always kind of done this. Yes, you We've have. We've kind of always... You have. Been in the automotive. Yeah. There's two twin stations. That was Highway 33 when it came into town there on Oklahoma Avenue, and then it went around the temple. But there were two two stations on the east side of the temple, and my dad had one of them for a few years, you know. But all this to say 39 years, and we've basically moved a block and a half yeah, down to <laughs> Oklahoma Avenue. We, we're, we're closer to the interstate now, but yes. we're still doing the same yes. thing. Those are nice dinks, though. Those yeah, are really nice. So we kind of, I don't know, it, when we got eminent domain, we kind of um, quickly built that service center and we picked the location and we had to do it because we had to be out of the way for the new 33 highway coming yeah. through. Yeah, you got to get ready So for that. that was hectic times and we've just yeah. kind of... Always hit it hard and kind of did that. There you go. But I'm Lance Bitten, by the way. Yeah, come on, Lance. Tell uh, us more about you. My dad started out, and he just yeah. kept talking. That, I was no, like, that's I good. want to say something. That's good. Well, no, it's your but turn. I'm Lance. I graduated in 91 from Guthrie. And Blue Jay. Blue Jay fan, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, went to OSU after that. Spent four years at OSU. And What'd you back. study? A business administration, business okay. management. Well, that, that applies. So it all kind of jived, yeah. kind of. Yeah, but um, yeah, as soon as I got out of school, I started interviewing, and my mom didn't like that. She said, hey, <laughs> hey, I don't want him moving out of stay state. Here, Let's not interview here. with someone. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, speed loop number two happened. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I got out of college, and I had my own business. Look there at that. You Wasn't go. that easy? That was easy. No, I just showed up every day, and yeah. so I've been doing this. And did the work. He, I mean, he forever. Got, he got bored with that, and... and my service manager, he was driving from Choctaw every day, and his house was paid for, and his Cadillac was paid for. And he decided he didn't want to be putting in the hours that we were putting in, so he he left. And so I brought Lance over to help me with the service center, and uh, he's been my partner ever since. There you go. His mom, we lost her in 2009 with mm -hmm. a brain tumor, mm -hmm. and uh, so I gave him her half of the business, and uh, we just kept plugging away. Just kept going. Yeah. So have you always liked working on cars, or is it just kind we of just a, This is what I do. I don't know. Just, it, it wasn't you didn't something know I different. picked. It's just something, I mean, even when I was nine and we were starting out, you know, I'd ride the bus after school to Banner School, and, you know, this is me as a grade schooler, and I would walk from Banner School over to Noble Avenue, I wasn't allowed to cross the street, but a loop guy would see me and they would help me across the street where I could come and do it. You know, that's, it's kind of like, that's all we ever knew was just, hey, this is what my dad does. So this is what I do. This is what you do. Okay. So what do you do other, like, do you collect cars? Do you do like 
car other car things it manly just car happens. things yeah. yeah it just happens we yeah. love cars yeah. but we get tired of working on them so i bet i we, bet we get to a point where we I, I use my dad's garage because he has a big one. <laughs> okay. And I've got a couple cars that I'm proud of. When I got out of college, I, I got a Corvette. Oh. And I dated my wife in this Corvette. And, you know, I'm a new business owner. <laughs> I, I, I decided, hey, this is the car for me. Yeah. And we, um, we've we never sold that car. So I married my wife in that car. And it was looking bad. This is a 95 Corvette. Okay. And the paint didn't stick very well back then. Yeah. And um, so I I got it looking like it used to. So I kind of fixed that one back up. Nice. So I can cruise in that and yes. look like a like a college kid. <laughs> and then there's other little Relive cars that I've redone. Yeah. Mustang. Nice. Yeah. We, nice. When we're not busy, we find something to keep busy. There you go. So what would both of you tell yourself looking back now? If you could look back at when you started your business and when you started your location, what would you tell yourself now? I'd just say that, uh, you know, work ethic, honesty, being uh, open with your employees and mm-hmm. customers, and, and uh, it's something that has really established us as a, as a you know honest and and uh, important people that work on your cars and keep them on the road. It's, but anyway, we've been involved in church a lot, some around town, some in Edmond. Uh, but, uh, so just being good. Just tell, remind yourself back then to just work hard. Yeah. Work hard. What would you say, Lance? What would you say? I'd say similar. I mean, I've always wanted to make my dad proud. So Mm -hmm. when I was working in his business, I wanted to do it his way. Yeah. And now I'm a 47-year-old guy that gets to hang out with his dad every day. Nice. I mean, really. I mean, not many guys get to do that. No, very few. (laughs) So, I mean, I I count myself blessed in that situation. Yeah. And, you know, I think... It's just learning what you do. I've watched my father. I've I've learned how he did it, and I've just carried it on. Now my son comes in on the weekends, and I, it kind of got me the first time he said, "I'm Lance's son. Can I help you?" And he's just talking to someone on the phone. I was like, yeah. "That's the way I used to do it." Oh, I love and it. And you just you get to it. see that. Yes, that's so great. So it's it's. I would probably say you. You work so hard and you try to put out the service and you try to put out the work. But I think we worked so hard all those years until mom died. We just learned that you really got to enjoy life more. Mm -hmm. I mean, work is one thing, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to family time, Mm -hmm. that's more important than work. Absolutely. And, you know, we've built it and we've done it. And right now, I think if it's not fun, we kind of readjust to make it fun. That's good. We our hours are, are somewhat, you know, six days a week. That's a grind. Mm. But when a holiday comes around, we mm-hmm. kind of step back and say, "We're taking all of Labor Day." That's you know, good. We're, we're just, you know, and we kind of. It's the difference in having it made and having it to make. I think is probably mm. what it's all about. You know, it's just. Okay, explain that. Having it made and having it to make. Well, there was those payments. There's always payments to make. You okay. know, you've got to you got to make the bills. You got to make sure you 
you know, get it all paid. Yeah. But we have enough assets and and uh, income now that we're not too worried about it. Not and, scrambling and, as much. And uh, that's what happens when you work hard. Yeah. Yeah, for 38, is that what you said? 30, 30, 39, 39 years. 39 years, this year. yeah. Yeah, in November we'll be 39 years. Wow, wow. So when that the your location sold out on division when y'all sold that to the it was it the that the, was uh that really wasn't our property we oh, built I'm sorry. it we built it and we leased the land okay and okay. after the 20-year land lease was up yeah rent went way up oh mm. and so we were working to pay rent yeah. and they were, that wasn't fun yeah and then you know my that was kind of my mom's shop yeah you know after i left and went to be service manager at the main shop mm-hmm. she took it over mm-hmm. and she had her customers and she had, you know, people come in to see her. Yeah. And um, I hated working that shop after she passed. Aww. I mean, there was handwritten notes on the wall of how to do credit card transactions that Aww. just, you know, it would mess with me. Yeah. So I we kept it open and we had a good crew out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we just kind of um, let it manage itself and we kept them in um, what they needed to change oil. And we did that for a few years mm-hmm. until we decided it's just. I want to be in one location. Yeah, that's smart. You know, I, I yeah. we we had built the new service center, and um, you know, it was just too much to watch over. So we brought that whole crew out to the new shop out there. Yeah, we're all under one roof. That's now. good. And uh, that's good. Well, when that uh, food truck popped up out there, people were. I heard somebody say it's really great food, but it's kind of greasy. The funny thing yeah. is, we still got <laughs> tanks. We still oil change equipment in that basement. Because you used to pull over there, and there's a whole pit of oil change underneath that restaurant. Oh, my gosh. So uh, one day we'll get it all out of there. But for right now, Clearly hey, it's not I bothering love it. them. It's a good place to stop and get a taco. There you go. And it's not greasy at all. It's just a joke. It's a, yeah. it's a lube. Yeah, it's, it's a oil a change That's taco. so funny. So what's the key to working with your children, Mr. Benton? What's the key to... I'm sure, well, maybe you never had to get on to Lance. Maybe Lance was one of those kids that you never had to get on to. I needed it. <laughs> well, he, we, we always got along. He had a younger brother, and his younger brother had a calling for youth ministry, mm-hmm. and, and so he uh, left us, and, and uh, he was in Duncan for 10 years, and... Uh, they had went broke trying to have another baby. They had a daughter that was about 11 or 12 years old at the time, and they mm-hmm. wanted another one. So anyway, they they did all the stuff to try to have another baby and, mm-hmm. and spent like 30-some thousand, mm-hmm. and it never happened. So mm-hmm. they signed up for DHS foster care hoping to get a newborn. Mm-hmm. And they went through the whole dog and pony show, and, and they got a approved on a Tuesday and Wednesday. They brought him a, a three-year-old little boy and his year-and-a-half little sister, mm-hmm. and they kept him for probably eight or nine months, and they finally terminated the parental rights. Her mother was on meth, and, mm-hmm. and they got him adopted. But in in that uh, time, Jerry Atkins was in his church in Duncan. She was lieutenant governor, and at that time she was... Uh, in charge of human service department mm-hmm. and uh, he introduced or she introduced him to this uh, 
organization called the Care Portal, mm-hmm. and they would uh, sign up churches. And when DHS came up with a foster parent or single mom that had a need that they couldn't meet, why well, they would contact Care Portal, mm-hmm. and Care Portal would put it out at these churches, and uh, someone from one of these churches would take care of that need. Well, that's when Ryan left Duncan, uh, and. Uh, he was signing up churches. He was really involved in that. And uh, he uh, was working at the shop. That didn't pay a lot. So anyway, he was working at the shop. And, uh, Ministry always pays differently, right? It does. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. is good. It has different different uh, eternal payments down the road. But yeah. But he, we have bad genes as far as cholesterol and all that goes so uh in january 2nd of 2018 he was getting ready for work and had a heart attack mm-hmm. passed away mm-hmm. i remember he was 40 uh, yeah 40 years old and we lost my brother it's... and i mean this was a guy you think i was fun my brother he was always he was just like y'all's mom i mean mm-hmm. he had god's uh unconditional love for people and mm-hmm. people would come in and visit with him and leave feeling better and anyway it was uh, it was it's hard pill to swallow but oh yeah heartbreaking anyway uh, we still have his kids and, and uh, take care of them mm-hmm. his wife is a teacher out at the new uh Elementary school. Mm-hmm. Elementary school out on Charter Oak. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we've got a whole crew of Bentons. You know, yeah. we, we keep family close, mm-hmm. and that's important to us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I moved my brother in here, you know, before he passed away because I wanted him here with that. I wanted him here so we could do this together, and mm-hmm. we didn't get it the way we wanted it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you don't get to choose this life. Mm-hmm. You know, you can order anything you can you can set at a restaurant and you can order a steak and get it just the way you want it mm-hmm. but life you don't get it that way Mm-mm. so you you kind of adjust and you keep moving and you keep working you kind of keep helping people mm-hmm. that's what we do mm-hmm. well and that's where your family coming first is so important because you're not guaranteed tomorrow absolutely not guaranteed tomorrow so you just don't know so don't work late tonight people just go home and spend time with your family. Spend time with your family. So growing up in a town where you started a business, is tell us, those of us who haven't done this, what's what's the good, what's the bad, what's the hard, what's the easy? The good thing about Guthrie is you know the family. Mm-hmm. You know people. You know where they come from. Mm-hmm. The good thing about Guthrie having one school district is you get you get Guthrie and you grow up with those people. Mm-hmm. So you know them. When you're an adult, you're like, I went to school with them. And my dad does that. Sure. You know, he has classmates that come in and he talks about when they went to Capitol School hmm. or, you know, when they graduated high school in Guthrie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Guthrie, it just, it holds you here. And it's it's a community that we just love. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a big responsibility. when you When you live in this community, and you love the people in it, you want to take care of those people. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. Mm-hmm. You do that well. Yeah. And I mean, we put our heart in it. Yeah. We do our best and people see it. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be, I mean, 
I can't imagine story after story that you could share of different families that you've taken care of their oh, cars sure. forever, and you've seen people's kids grow up, just That's like you it. said, people you went to school with. And we have these little chairs in my office, you know, in the waiting area, and they're like little kids' chairs, and nothing's, you know, I remember those kids sitting in these chairs when they were little. And now they've got kids of their own. And that's just, you've been there that long yeah. that you've seen. You know yeah. you know that they came in and you're like, I remember you when you were a kid that was running around. Mm -hmm. And that's just Guthrie for you. Mm -hmm. There's something about Guthrie. I tell people all the time. I, I didn't grow up here. I wasn't born here. But we, we visited here for 89ers Day Parade years ago when my boys were little. And I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the red bricks just the small town environment. And I'm like, we have to move there. It took a couple years for me to convince my husband of those, these things, but there's just something about it. I mean, it's a small town feel, but it's not the, I don't know. There's just, it's team Guthrie. People here genuinely care Lance about each other. just lives a block off the parade ground on Oklahoma over on Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And every year, except this last year, of course, we would have a big get-together at his house. We had 72, 72 people over there, friends and relatives, and had a fish fry. And, you know, it was just a great yeah. get-together after the 89ers parade. And, yeah. Uh, just something about it. Yeah. Something about it. I love that. And growing up here, you have cousins. Oh, No, yeah. Guthrie, you, you, the more cousins you have, the 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 stronger you are so okay. we count everything <laughs> it doesn't matter how distant, distant you were related you were married in for a few years so yeah. we're, you're my cousin you totally count so so we we take cousins real serious <laughs> oh, and got three that's great oh my goodness they do a lot of concert traveling with cousins yeah you guys do thing. i've yeah. seen our that. family gets together yeah we travel together and have a jazz good lab jazz fest down in new orleans and yeah, they've been all over the place. Yeah, so you must have been in heaven during Gentleman of the Road. That's because it brought you here. It brought it here when Gentleman of the Road showed up in Guthrie. I had been chasing these bands, and there Those was bands? the the bands that were coming to Guthrie. I'd been looking for, and nice. I had I had been to Kansas City to see them, and I saw it was on the list, and they were coming to my hometown. Oh my goodness! So when that happened, I mean that was the biggest thing. Yeah. And it was it was huge. So we came in there big. We had our shirts that matched and the hats, and we acted crazy. And we camped out in our hometown. I love and it. And we did it all. I love. It. Did you camp out down at the camp? We camped out, and um, I Three came in from your house. And and all of a sudden, before um, the the show started, um, we 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 walked in from the campground, and we started clapping. And we kept clapping. Well, my brother starts clapping behind me, and all my cousins start clapping. Well, they think it's part of the show. So before the show starts, we clap, and we got our Guthrie shirts on. People parted and let us walk <laughs> down to the front of the stage, and we were front row in Guthrie for nice. the Gentleman Road. Just because you clapped. I, was, I, was, I got to um, shout out to um, one of the bands, and nice. I was... Um, Got to scream out, and I I had planned it because I'd seen the show before. Okay. And and when he said, um, you know, what do you want to say? And I just invited everyone. I said, this is Guthrie, and we're so glad you came. 
And, and they're like, that's Lance Benton. He's up on stage. Oh, I love it. But yeah, that I was that it. was fun time. That was a fun time. So we moved here the week before that happened. Uh-huh. And we were in a loft um, right over by the post office. Yes. Not having any clue that this was about to happen. It was glorious. It was. It was so much fun. And th- that's so fun. I just, you're such a concert goer. I knew that you would be right there. Yeah, we had planned it in the pool, that I, what I was going to say. And I, I was going <laughs> to welcome everyone to Guthrie. And sure enough, when he hit the mic from my brother, pushed me up on the stage, and I grabbed the mic, and I said, this is Guthrie. We're glad you're here. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I remember those cars that parked over in that dirt parking lot. They had this much dust on them when they left, oh, you yeah. know, and that was kind of like a trophy to those people. Oh, yeah. They had such a great time. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was hot. It was hot. But it was fun. It was a good time. It was a great time. Oh, that's so fun. Our listeners, if you're not familiar with The Gentleman of the Road, it was uh, Mumford and & Sons and Alabama Shakes and... It was just a great fun tour that random, what did they do, like five venues nationally? Yeah. Are we the only ones in the United States? No, they they would go to different towns, and yeah, we were okay. just one in We were one area. of them, yeah. yeah. So. They picked small towns like Gatsby. Yeah. We were a stopover. I loved it. I loved it. That's so fun. So tell me some of the ways that Benton chooses to invest back into your community. What does that look like for you guys? Well, you know, you've got these employees, you pay taxes and you pay your, your sales tax. And, 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 but we've, like I said, we've been involved in churches a we lot, kind of, you know. We grew up, you know, you, you tithe at church. You take care of the local church. And that's kind of what I learned. Mm-hmm. And that's what we kind of, you know, we, we spend our, our resources to, you know, that's what takes care of And I like it when it comes from the church and someone gets to see mm-hmm. that a church helped me out when I was down. Yeah. So we, we always push the money that way, but mm-hmm. doing what we do, mm-hmm. it's easy to see a need and you can't wait on a church to show up or call a church to show up. Yeah. So sometimes you got to be the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. The, and yeah. you really got to step up and you, you see. Help people that have broken down here and need to you get You see a need and you take care of it we, right we then. We do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we really do. I mean, I, I don't like to brag on it, but you know, there, we see when there's a widow, we see when there's, there's a need that, you know, someone traveling and broken down and don't know what to do, mm-hmm. you know, and that's when you, what you do makes a difference then. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, when you fed the hungry and, and helped the poor and the needy and everything, you've done that to me. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we have strive to accomplish you know and, and uh. well i know that you've definitely done that because you're just like you said your work ethic your honesty that's what you're known for yeah you're we've got our caring. favorite charities i mean yeah. the hope house in guthrie that's so cool i know i mean we are taking care of homeless people in guthrie I know. we're taking care of our own in guthrie mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. i like that i like um the hands of jesus mm-hmm. i mean the the whole feeding people yeah mm-hmm. meeting those basic needs yeah. god's food bank god's yeah. food bank yeah, yeah that's another one that yeah. we just we we love it we yeah. like taking care of it yeah because you see you're helping people mm-hmm. 
And it's not, it's not fancy. It's not, you don't get dressed up for it. You go to work for it. <laughs> That's right. You get greasy. <laughs> yeah. Get you, your hands you greasy and dirty. Yeah. Yes. You guys also help for events in town too, because I know that you donate towards the fireworks thing that we do every year, which oh, is a yeah. big thing. It's a big deal. It's fun because it brings people to Guthrie. We do. We, yeah. we really, you live here and you want Guthrie to grow. Yeah. And you want more people to come and see what you have mm-hmm. because we're proud of it. Should be. I mean, this is hometown. Mm-hmm. This is right here in the middle of the universe. Mm-hmm. And we get to have it. And we got some beautiful people that we love each other and we just take care of each other. Mm-hmm. That's it. That sums it up. There you go. That's it. That's it. It's simple, short and sweet. So if you had to leave someone with a motivational statement or a call to action, what would you say? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself is what I would say. There you go. That's that's we're sticking with the short and sweet. That's I'm, good. I'm just saying what he said. What he I mean, said. that's just perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's. I, I got to hang out with my dad. I got to learn from my dad. I got to take over my dad's business, and mm-hmm. now we're just. We're just getting to do it together. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's a good story. That's a great story. That's a great story. And you got to share it with your brother for a while, even though we it was did. short. Yeah, I, it was I, sweet. I wanted him here. I wanted mm-hmm. him and his mm-hmm. family here. Mm-hmm. And we still got his family here. Mm-hmm. But I wanted him to see what we could have done. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could have we could have done so much more if mm-hmm. I, over the last three years mm-hmm. if he was here. Mm-hmm. But God knew. I know, but we'll we'll get, get to him one of these days. That's we'll right. have a reunion. That's right, and then you'll have matching shirts. <laughs> you know it. They'll find us. Just start clapping. Yeah. Right there, exactly. you go. Oh well, gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us. We well, appreciate what you do in the community, and it doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for listening in to another episode of the Made Possible By podcast. Made Possible By helps make community giving easy. The businesses we serve love to give back to their communities with their time, product, and cash. It's rewarding, but not easy. So let us help you continue to do good in your community.